What's up, everyone? This is the Destruction Reviews Podcast. My name is Jason, along with Jeremiah. Today we are discussing the 2023 Hulu original film Appendage, directed by Anna Zlokovich, starring Hadley Robinson as Hannah, Emily Hampshire as Claudia, Kusar Mohammed as Esther, and Brandon Michael Smith as Kalen. And I will start off almost the same time, same question of the last Hulu horror movie we watched. Jeremiah, have you recovered? (laughs) I have recovered. (laughs) I recovered. Um, I like this film. I really did. Uh, From giving my first uh, thoughts, initial thoughts, do I like it, not, not like it? I liked it. This is a uh, this is a thumbs up in my category. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, there are there are a lot of things I liked about this movie. Uh, w- one of the things, and we'll get into it, mm-hmm. is the way this plot took left turns that I wasn't expecting, absolutely. and I mean that kept me buckled in the whole time. I would agree with you. Had some some uh, sharp turns, <laughs> <laughs> some sharp turns in there for sure. When we were talking about watching this movie and and uh, you turned me on to it because I think you had seen the trailer and I, I checked it out. Okay. And reading the description, I thought, man, this movie's probably going to have a great climactic scene with like the creature popping out of this chick's stomach like alien style. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm, I'm here for it. I want to see it. Right. And that does happen in this movie. But like 15 minutes in. Right. <laughs> And when that happened, I was like, holy crap. I am. I, I don't know what's happening now because if we got the effect of that right away, what else are they going to do? Right. I, I feel like when the monster came out uh, so soon, I was like, okay, we're in for one hell of a ride. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I thought it was going to be like the end. Yeah, you know, like the ended thing. You know, it finally erupts or, you know, comes out somewhere. But, man, it came out almost to immediately. Right. Almost immediately. Like you said, 15, 20 minutes in the movie came right out. Uh, it was it was like festering like mm-hmm. a couple seconds into the movie. Like as soon as she got angry, the first time she got angry, yep. it started to like pop out of her and like so it was it was crazy. I, I was one of the things I have I liked first and foremost in this movie was the creature effect or the practical effects of this uh, appendage coming out of her. Um, just Man, just the makeup effect alone, just on her skin as as it was getting irritated. Uh And then, like, if I recall, wasn't it, if she's sitting at the dinner table with her mom, and her mom's, you know, upsetting her, and the thing's like, it's like, like almost popping out of the side of her skin. Yeah. (laughs) And she has, like, a nervous, like, tick, you know, with her finger. Yes. She has, like, a nervous, like, little twitch, nervous titch thing. Oh, And, uh, yeah, that was really weird. Uh, some weird, some good weird stuff in there. Some good weird stuff. So good. Uh, man. Um, so, okay. So, mm-hmm. <coughs> so to talk about it, talk about appendage, like the actual appendage of her. Okay. Uh, I, I, I almost want to like, it's like, there's like layers to this conversation. So I guess I'll start off with, 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 with asking you. Okay. What do you think the appendage represents? Good question. Very good question. Um, if I were, if I if I could nail it down, 
I would say subconscious. If, uh, well, yeah, I would say it was like a subconscious type thing. Uh, like, um, all our doubts, mm -hmm. insecurities, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that kind of manifested itself into an actual being. Yeah. That's, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. So, like, some, some part of her, like, um, some part of her psyche was able to manifest. That's what I would say. Like, a part of her psyche manifested into an actual being. Uh, all, all the things she wanted to push underneath the rug, that's what that was. I, I will piggyback that answer by saying I think it it represents like her insecurity that I think you said that okay. her self doubt okay um, because uh, the 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 tick mm -hmm. and the bulging mm -hmm. for sure was happening when she was dealing with her mom mm -hmm. uh, because they just early on in the film you know they are they are having dinner or something and. Her mother just seems to be very judgmental or very controlling. That Ragging on th her. There's a, there's a relationship issue there, mm -hmm. and she just can't handle anything that her mom's handed her. And then the, the tick, I, re I think it happens when she's talking to her boss of the design school. Yep. Uh, you know, and he's, I don't remember if he, I think he cho didn't choose her dress or something or, or said her dress was bad or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, you know, those are her doubts, her self-doubts. And then, like, the mom brings out the insecurities and that, mm -hmm. like you say, manifested the creature. Uh, so. And her mom was a real jerk. Oh, man. Like, the whole. <laughs> <laughs> her mom was a real jerk. Because like, the, 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 the reason, like, when she started to do her nervous, like, tick thing, uh -huh. she, was, she had a glass of wine. And she like like finished it off, right? And then she went to go for more, and her mom was like, "Don't don't overdo it, honey." Like, <laughs> what? <Right. laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like to jump towards the end, yeah. When they were packing her stuff, her mom was like, "Oh, and don't forget the wine glasses." Like what? Like oh my god! <laughs> but yes, her mom was a real jerk, jerk. I really liked how mm. once her her self doubt or her anxiety kind of grew that that the monster eventually comes out, mm. uh, and so when the appendage is out, mm. and we're gonna, I'm going to be jumping around here. But when the appendage is out, and it's and it's talking to her, and telling her uh, these these truthful negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. I think it's just her self-doubt and insecurities having a voice. Mm. And so she she's so she has such low self-esteem mm -hmm. that this creature is just going to reflect what she thinks. Mm -hmm. And what she thinks is these negative thoughts, and if this creature is telling her that, well then there's no choice but to believe that. Right. So it's like this endless cycle of like self-doubt. I would have to agree with you. The the um it, it was kind of uh they they kind of uh put it off as a um it was like a how can I word this it was like a it, it was hypnotizing mm -hmm. but it, it wasn't I felt more so that it wasn't that oh it can hypnotize you 
I feel like it could hypnotize you with your like your deepest, darkest thoughts. Mm-hmm. So like she thought that her boyfriend wasn't being faithful, and so the appendage used that to like you know coerce her into actions yep. using her insecurities and her doubts to like you know what I mean um you know just kind of push her over the edge uh it was really cool though that was really cool to see how because the appendage was it wasn't like some dumb monster you know what I mean uh just out for blood yeah you know want to kill her and all that kind of stuff it was much deeper than that um and as the appendage grew you kind of saw why it had such like um deep and insightful like criticisms of uh what was her name um hannah Hannah. of hannah you kind of saw okay i see what's going on now i all right so (laughs) uh so the appendage comes out mm-hmm. <laughs> spectacularly. Like, like this felt to me like an old school '80s practical effect horror film. You know, we talked about Aliens, mm-hmm. or even there was a there was another B movie called uh, Basket Case back in the '80s, mm-hmm. with with almost the same type of idea, like a like a, 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 a underdeveloped twin mm-hmm. m- who's out to kill. You know, Why? so this uh, appendage. It, it was so good. It felt so like, this is really crazy. Right. And then, uh, uh, and then it like, she's like, I don't know what to do with it. Mm. So she ties it up in the basement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, we're, I'll post, we'll post pictures of, of the scene of this appendage because like, it is gnarly. Looking, it is. Dude. It is. Like, like, this movie is a horror film. It's a psychological film. It's a it's a it's a it's a mental kind of manipulation scary film. Yeah. But the actual like creature is really frightening. Right. He he's hideous. <laughs> or she's hideous, right? Mm-hmm. She's hideous. Yes. Um. And back to what you were saying about the old school vibe. Yeah. I kind of um, it reminded me of the, the the old movie House of Horrors. Yeah. With the talking plant, and uh, you know that whole thing, that's what what, it, what I call back to, like the House of Horrors, um, just this thing, you know, shouldn't be there, and uh, man, and even when like it, it was just done really well because like when the when 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 the appendage first comes out, right, mm-hmm. it's really weak, yes, and like feeble, yep, and almost like. They almost made you feel like, okay, is it even a threat? At the beginning of the movie, when it first came out, you're thinking to yourself like, okay, is it even a threat? Because like she like, uh, what does she do? Does she like hit it over the head with something? Yeah, like a like a frying like, pan. Or yeah, something? she like hits it over the head. Yeah, it goes down and right. it's like <laughs> whimpering and whining and stuff. That was really crazy. It's like whimpering and it's whining and. It's in pain. You can tell it's yes. in pain. You can tell she really did a number on it. And, uh, you know, they kind of make you... It's a it's a psychological thing because you kind of... You kind of second-guess yourself and say, Well, wh- wait a minute. Like, wh- what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? But uh, that bec- that's because it was so well done. It was really well done. Like, those little... 
like just like when the appendage was like uh, you know, moaning and groaning, those little details really added a lot to me. <laughs> really added a lot to me. I, I, I was blown away to see the pain and the other emotions that the little creature was showing. Yeah. Uh, before we get later into the movie, when it morphs into like a full-blown doppelganger of her. Right. So, um, Hannah is trying to understand like, like uh, what is this what just happened to me mm-hmm. and she goes to the doctor and the doctor tells her <laughs> you are actually a twin mm-hmm. that consumed the other twin in the womb this this apparently happens mm-hmm. it does um you know I, I don't know anyone personally but i've seen enough things that 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 does happen sounds believable but sounds believable <laughs> so so uh so us as the audience at that point are mm-hmm. thinking, oh man, like her twin like came out of her. Right. Uh, so then she finds, as one does in New Jersey, an appendage support group, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is like, again, no no shade if those really exist, but it it sounds very ludicrous. It's outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. Uh, and there we meet. A handful of people who apparently have had the same experience as Hannah has. Mm-hmm. And we meet Claudia, who is somebody who has befriended her in the support group. Mm-hmm. And Claudia is very um, knowledgeable uh, of the appendage right. lifestyle. Right. She, uh, she was a experienced uh, appendage-like support member. You know what I mean? And they go for coffee or dinner or whatever, and they ended up back at Claudia's apartment. And there we hear her appendage mm-hmm. in a closet or something screaming, uh, you know, just screaming or whatever. And um, one of the best things I like about this film mm-hmm. is Claudia's, uh, her whole her whole character arc. Mm-hmm. So... After we meet Claudia and we think she's one thing, right? what happens? Okay. Uh, okay, before I answer your question, uh-huh. I'm going to just backtrack just a tad. There's so many layers right. of this. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, when, we, when we get to Claudia's apartment okay. and we hear her, what was supposed to be her <laughs> appendage, she's got it locked up the same way that Hannah does yep. at this point. Uh, and it's like screaming and making all this noise, it's rustling and bustling. And Hannah's like, like, what's going on? My my appendage doesn't get that loud, right? You know, you remember? Yep. She's like, my appendage doesn't. He's never made a sound like that. And she's hit over the head with a frying pan for crying out <laughs> loud. <laughs> so that was like, okay, interesting. But eventually, down the line, we find out that Hannah has been double crossed. Claudia is actually an appendage that um, branched itself off from the real Claudia and locked the real Claudia away. (laughs) (laughs) So, Claudia, from the moment we meet her all the way into the, like, final ten minutes of the movie, is actually an appendage. Yeah. She's actually one of those monsters um, that Hannah was seeking help for. Right. Actually, the entire 
appendage support group. <laughs> they all were appendages themselves. Yeah. They had they had all overthrown their um you know uh, posts right the post bodies post you know the the people that they came from yeah. they had all it, all the roles had swapped, <laughs> which was which was interesting because I didn't see the appendage becoming a full blown clone no. of Hannah. No, didn't see that coming. And um, what did Claudia say to her? Like mm. you you couldn't you had to stop suppressing mm-hmm. the the doubt or the the negativity of the appendage mm-hmm. and let it just fester and oh, manifest right, 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 because right. like as a human or like <clears throat> as a person if you don't have any self doubt mm-hmm. i don't know there's like no balance in your body right so but because later we find out that this claudia is the appendage claudia we're finding out that because they're not suppressing the appendage with a uh, uh, some kind of serum, some, or some kind of serum mm-hmm. that it's actually giving it more power mm-hmm. and growing to eventually, mm-hmm. like, was that so? The appendage, I'm trying to recall, the appendage, like, stuck out its tongue and, like, yes, like, and, like, stuck it into uh, Hannah's back of her head and, yeah, and, uh, and like, became the new Hannah, <laughs> right? Well, oh. Yeah, because it was feeding on her. Feeding on her, yeah. It was feeding on her. Um, <laughs> oh man! It, and that 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 itself was a twist. Like when they host, start the whole feeding thing, yeah. I was like, dude, what is going on? That was like, okay, it is a monster. Yep. Because it kind of you kind of you kind of wobble in between the two. Like, is it a monster? Is it? Is it not a monster? And then you see like that 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 tongue come out, and you're like, okay, it's definitely a monster. It's definitely a monster. Uh, and they had to feed on someone else to detach themselves from oh, their okay. uh, original bodies. Yes. So the appendage would have to feed on someone other than uh, the person they're trying to clone. Right. And that would give them the ability to live free oh, okay. of their uh their clones. Wow. Yes. Dude. Or their host. That's their call the host. The host. The host. Yeah. And then and then mm-hmm. uh the appendage mm-hmm. Hannah was trying to do that to Kalen, the boyfriend. Yep. Oh, man, dude, there's so much. <laughs> so much. So uh-huh. all right, so I'm gonna take a left turn here and okay. uh one of the other relationships in this film that that took me on a roller coaster ride was Hannah and her best friend Esther. Okay. Esther was also another dress designer and was I'm telling you, man, like mm-hmm. so Beth and I we watched this movie, watched half of it, mm-hmm. you know, you know, had dinner, watched half of it, took a shower, came back, mm-hmm. and like while we're like, you know, in the shower, we're talking about the movie, and I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. I really hate Esther. I hope I hope she gets it. She's jealous. She's spiteful. She uh-huh. wants Hannah to fail. Like I just I thought uh-huh. like this chick is like irredeemable. Like I do not I, I, that's somebody I would cheer for if the monster got her. Okay. Uh and then I mean because in that first half of the film, mm-hmm. there's a scene where uh Hannah and Esther are at a bar. And Esther has 
has she has she's 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 suppressed she has not suppressed the appendage mm-hmm. so she's got kind of like an attitude or she got kind of like she, she didn't she didn't let the self-doubt take over her she just like went at it made a great dress and i don't know one one the pick or whatever right. from the boss right, right and esther was like super jealous mm-hmm. so they go to the bar and the boy so the way I saw the scene okay. was that Esther was telling Hannah, we should quit working for this guy mm-hmm. and open up our own business. And I'm like, dude, why why are you stomping on your friend's success? Right. But then also at that same time in the conversation, her boyfriend is texting what I thought was Hannah's phone. Mm-hmm. And and the Esther is like, I don't know. Swiping it away or telling telling Hannah, don't answer the phone. Uh-huh. Like, you know, just it's all about me right now. Right. And I'm telling you, man, that's where I stopped the film. <laughs> that, and we took a break. And I was like, this chick sucks. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's interesting that you caught the fact that Esther was jealous. I didn't think... I didn't think that would be caught by a lot of people. Okay. I, I feel like they brought it off uh, as a subtle way, just kind of the way she was looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't look happy. Uh, now, they're they're working for, like, this prestigious, you know, um, highly critical, like, fashion designer. Yeah. Um, and he's really critical. He wants everything perfect. Yada, yada, and yay. And if you remember... Now, I can't... Okay, I, I can't remember now. I can't remember if... Did Esther ever get picked by the designer? Did her dress ever get picked? I can't I can't really remember. So I think in the first scene Mm -hmm. it was? Did did, she did get picked, right? I thought so. Because then Hannah didn't. Hadn't didn't get so then so then Esther was like happy about it. She was okay with that. Right. But then when Esther came with the blood dress Mm -hmm. uh, and then Esther didn't get picked for that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Then it then it switched. Then it, right. Then it, that's when it, it really or, showed. And and we're sorry, if you've seen the movie and you remember, I, I know you're probably yelling at your iPhone right now, but uh, <laughs> we don't it, we don't remember. And right. obviously, you know, it's not it's not a critical plot point, but mm-hmm. but it is a point enough to be like, yeah. Once Hannah got the praise, mm-hmm. Esther was super. Esther, yeah, she did not feel that. And then uh, at the bar, if if you remember, if you remember. Hannah, okay, so the reason why her and her boyfriend were arguing was because Hannah came over to her boyfriend's place. Uh, they were getting a little, you know, sexual, a little touchy-feely. Yeah. And then Hannah, she she started to freak. The appendage started to bulge and all that other kind of stuff. And she kind of left abruptly. Oh, right. Remember? And yes. she blamed it on the fact that the designer she's working for is really demanding. Oh, she has to right. get the dress done. She said, oh, she, like, she right. looked at her phone or something. Right. Yeah. Had to up and leave. Yep. She meets Esther at the bar. Okay. Uh, you know, starts to, you know, uh, she starts to, like, regret, you know, leaving. Yada, yada, yay. And she's texting her boyfriend, Kaylin. She's texting him. He's not responding. But then she glances over at Esther's phone, her best friend, and her boyfriend is texting Esther, like, nah, stop. Okay. Remember, he wasn't responding to Hannah at all. But he was texting Esther at the same time, nonstop. And I don't remember if Esther... I think Esther was kind of... Like you said, she was, like, ignoring it. She was kind of too busy to even, like, 
even care. Right. But it was she Hannah noticed it. Esther never really took like that big of a notice, but Hannah noticed it, and that's when Hannah started to uh, uh, like think to herself, "Is something going on between Esther and her boyfriend?" And so, mm-hmm. so then, <laughs> uh, this is also around the same time that Claudia is is starting to like mm-hmm. infect her thinking of like. Listen to your appendage. Yeah, um, it's going to tell you the truth. Right. Um, uh, she called it like a uh, a future predictor or something yeah. like that. Remember, she could tell you the future. Yeah, she gave a story mm-hmm. about something in her life that uh, it was a guy she was dating mm-hmm. who supposedly had an affair, and um, there was something about a baby or pregnancy or something. Yeah, and her appendage told her that, and so. Everything this appendage had said had come true. So she told Hannah that. And then <clears throat> Hannah's having m- moments of thinking about Kaylin and then Kaylin and Esther mm-hmm. and just thinking the worst. And so. Uh, now, you know, okay, go if ahead. I can interrupt you. Yeah, go ahead. Second. Do you know what I find interesting? Now, looking back at it, this is really interesting. And I, and I don't really know. What you're going to think about it because it's interesting. So, uh, Claudia is an appendage. Yep. And she's trying to get Hannah to give in to her appendage so it can uh, take over her. Right. The same way she took over her house. But this is interesting. When she was telling Hannah about the appendage could be a future predictor, it could help you, she also said, but don't. Don't listen too long because it will hypnotize you. Do you remember that? Claudia says to Hannah, like, listen to what it'll tell you, yada, yada, yay, but don't don't listen for too long because your appendage will hypnotize you. I don't know if you remember that, but that's interesting because now I'm thinking about it. Why would he, why would she, why would she tell Hannah, like, the secret sauce to how the appendage, you know what I mean? That's just interesting. That's just interesting. And that, that might be something else I'm missing there. I, I just thought about that now. That's just interesting to me. You know? I wonder if... Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe she knew that she wouldn't be able to resist even though she told her that. Because, you know... You know? M- Okay, mm-hmm. so maybe uh, Claudia says that to Hannah to not be hypnotized fully because Claudia still wants to be the dominant person in their relationship. Okay. And if Hannah fully lets the appendage kind of hypnotize her or, mm-hmm. or take over, mm-hmm. uh, Hannah would become on her level oh. of, you know, right. essentially, the right. ap- we don't know it at the time, but... But the appendage Claudia would always have power over regular Hannah. Right. But if appendage Hannah became a thing, right. she wouldn't have the the top of the relationship. Okay. I that is my gut reaction to that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see that too. I can see that. I can see that. I really can. And okay, so back to okay, so Hannah 
and Esther at the bar. Yep. Okay. After they leave the bar, she runs back to the appendage. She's thinking about what Claudia told her because now her mind is like running, running rapid with thoughts of her and her, her best friend and her boyfriend messing around with yep. her. She runs back to the appendage, uh, tries to get some info, you know. Tell me what's going on between Esther yes. and my boyfriend. Of course, the appendage tells her, you know, yeah, they're messing around and nobody loves you, yada, yada, and yay. She gets hypnotized. She can't stop listening. It hypnotizes her. It, was it later on that night or like the next day, Esther and Hannah's boyfriend, Kaylin, show up at her apartment? Yep. And they're like, hey, you know, let's go out. We got a picnic plan. We can go. Let's have some fun today. You know, uh, Hannah is like down on her luck. Uh, she's a depressed girl. She's, you know, she's dealing with, uh, would you say depression? She's dealing with depression? Of course. Okay. So she's dealing with, she's she got some issues. She's got some issues. Her boyfriend and her best friend know about it. Uh, things are really getting like really tight around Hannah lately. And they come try to cheer her up. Now, when... This, I found this scene to be very interesting because the whole scene, while Esther and Kaylin are like trying to convince her to come out with them, uh, through Hannah's eyes, they're like, like uh, hands on each other. Mm-hmm. Like Kaylin's got his arm over Esther, yada yada and yay. But in reality, they were just standing there, you know, trying to talk to her. But she saw it, so. It, it was it was interesting to see the powers of the appendage, how it could manipulate you to even see what uh, it was telling you. You know, kind of, you know, just completely bamboozle you. Man. So good. Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, so, kind of jumping off of that, mm-hmm. uh, one thing that, uh, I, I don't know if I necessarily disliked it, but, mm-hmm. like, I felt Kalen's whole character was like underdeveloped okay right like like when she finds out about this appendage and the support group she tells kaylin about it i think he does some research Mm -hmm. to try to understand it but like i don't know it just he's just i get like that she has to, I don't know, have another relationship to maybe have self-doubt about. Okay. But, like, he was just, I don't know, he was just... I thought he could have been... This is what I thought was going to happen, mm. was that after this doorway conversation and Hannah starts separating herself from those two mm. and start being with Claudia more, mm. that the that Kalen would, I don't know alert the authorities mm. and say, hey, like, this person is, you know, with my girlfriend mm. and she is a part of this support group. And then I was thinking that the... So, later on when the doppelganger appendage of, of Hannah exists mm. and that she's, like, a part of the group, mm. that Kaylin would have... Maybe call the police, and then the police would have come towards this this appendage support group. And then I thought there was just going to be like a massacre. Right. Yeah. And I was like, "This is like I don't know." In my head, that's the movie I was writing. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it's not the movie they told. Right. But I thought, 
I don't know. I thought they could have done more with his character okay. than using him as sort of like a muse and like, right. um, and you know, he's the fourth or fifth guy in the cast. I mm-hmm. get it. He's not a main character, mm-hmm. but I felt like if we were to care about the relationship, mm-hmm. I thought they could have done more with him. I, I can, I can agree with that. Uh, they they tried to like throw some like some quick stuff in there about him, like his mom died. Uh, I can't remember why, but like his mom passed away, uh, and that was like the only thing, like you know, that they really gave us about him was yeah. his mom dying. Like I don't remember them saying anything about like where he worked, <laughs> <laughs> nope. or like you know anything. The only thing they said, only thing we knew was that his mom had died. He was Hannah's boyfriend. Um, oh, Jesus. And that was about it. I'm trying to think really hard here. <laughs> I don't think they gave us much about him at all, man. No. Not, 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 not much at all. His mom died. His mom passed away. Uh, I can't remember why she passed. I think it was cancer. Yeah. That's what I want to say. And that was it. That was it. That was it for him, man. He was <laughs> pretty much, I don't know, man. Yeah, they could have did a lot more with Caitlyn. So, se- so the second half of the movie comes, mm-hmm. uh, and Esther... <clears throat> oh, so mm-hmm. when, Do- when, when Appendage Hannah comes to the uh, design, fashion studio, whatever... Mm. Hannah, um, sorry, Esther realize, notices that Hannah isn't doesn't have the tattoo on her wrist. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're best friends. They have the same tattoo. Yep. And so when Hannah doesn't have the tattoo, Esther, you know, perks up and is like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And then she gets, she goes back to Hannah's apartment mm-hmm. And, um, she finds Hannah. She finds Hannah. She finds Hannah Mm -hmm. and amazingly rescues her and, like, you know, (laughs) crawls. Jeremiah was telling me she crawls through a. a Oh, oh, uh, Esther. Yes, yes. Esther, she she broke the window. Yeah. Esther broke the window to get down there. Okay. Yeah. Dude, because I I don't know I must have <laughs> I must have fell asleep at that moment because yeah. all of a sudden she like rescued Hannah and I was like what <laughs> happened, <laughs> but like uh-huh. so I you know what I'm saying and then and then she's like we're gonna team up and we're gonna get this appendage and right. and what so like half the movie I was like this chick sucks right and then the second half of the movie I was like oh, Esther came through dude yes she did so like yeah her character arc surprisingly as like the third person in this movie mm-hmm. was like really solid she uh yeah she came through uh yep she was a really she ended up being a really good friend actually. yeah she absolutely ended up being a good friend and uh, i don't know yeah. I, I don't know if she was written to be hated but that's just how i felt but by the end of the movie i was like yeah this chick's pretty awesome i i could see that because i didn't necessarily like her character right okay I, i'll say this uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, necessarily dislike her character or like it, but that the end, towards the end of the movie, after she, you know, uh, really came through for Hannah. Yep. I liked her more than uh, dislike. But 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 until she um, really starts like solve the problem, I didn't have any particular like or dislike for her, and I guess that's not really a good thing when you because I didn't like. I said I didn't like her. Yeah. 
I definitely didn't just like, oh, I love this character. But I didn't hate her either. Yeah. She was just kind of there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I felt like she served, like, more, uh, like, comedy value. Okay. That, you know, she was, like, she was the one doing all the jokes. Yeah. Uh, you know, making all of the, um, what would you call it? I guess, like, she, she used all the new hip lingo. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. She sounded like, you know, <laughs> a 22-year-old in 2023. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so, I don't know. I guess we're going to get to the end of this film. Mm-hmm. And um, Esther and Hannah are basically teaming up and going against the appendages. Mm-hmm. And, uh, gosh, I can't remember. Uh, well, let's see. Okay, we're Oh, so don't – okay. Um, didn't one of them stick uh, the appendage Hannah with the serum – Oh yes, <laughs> it's been a week since right. we've seen this film. So <laughs> okay, I apologize. Right, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm cycling, cycling back here. Okay, what happens? <laughs> Does she get stick with stuck with that serum? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, because this is embarrassing. Oh my goodness! I think. I think. Does she? No, she starts to lose power. Okay. Because Hannah goes to the hospital. Okay. And they like kind of like resuscitate right. her a little bit. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, keep going. Uh, so, <laughs> so the appendage Hannah starts to like lose her power. Uh-huh. She starts to like, you know, she doesn't shrivel up right that second, but right. the process begins. Yeah. She, she's going back to. Like the little monster that she was, uh-huh. because at this point she's a full blown doppelganger. Yep. You know, whole body, uh, not shriveled up and everything else. Uh, and this happens right. Okay, it's this either happens right before or right after. I can't remember when we have the scene where both the doppelgangers, Claudia. And Hannah, they go to the support group, uh-huh. and the head guy is like, you know, th- this is where they kind of showed, okay, they're all doppelgangers. Yep. Because for a while, we thought, you know, okay, Claudia, you know, she's a doppelganger. No one knows. She's going, she, she's manipulating Hannah. Right. You know, it, it looked like Claudia was trying to do some kind of like hostile takeover she's you know she's plotting anew and she's trying to get hannah uh you know in the same position both doppelgangers are going to take over the world yeah but actually it the, the entire group that entire uh appendage group they were all doppelgangers and and then uh the the leader of the group showed them how to feed and to kick their hoes. Yeah. And once that happens, I can't remember if it was right before or right after, but Hannah, like, regains some of her strength, and her doppelganger starts to lose her strength, and that's where we end up at Hannah's uh, boyfriend's house. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, and <clears throat> the doppelganger, you know, was going to have sex with him, and, like, mm-hmm. totally... She like, does, right? She yeah. does have sex with she him. She does. Okay. And then 
and then somehow ends up feeding off of him mm-hmm. with a giant tongue. Yep. And at that moment, that's when uh, Esther and Claudia, I'm sorry, Esther and Hannah come in and I believe cut the tongue off. Yes. Yes. Now this is, okay. This is where I get to my dislike. Okay. Okay. Now, okay, yeah, because uh, the doppelganger and her boyfriend, they have sex. And then, like, um, you know, like, after they have sex, uh, Kaylin is like, I'm going to go take a shower. And she gets on the phone with Claudia. And she's like, you know, something's wrong. She's, like, bleeding and stuff like that from the mouth. And Claudia's like, your doppelganger, your host, has escaped. Okay. You remember? Yep. Your host has escaped. Because she, she got out of the hospital. Yep, or yep. out of the, the house. Yep. yep. And that's when they're like, okay, we got a problem. You know, you got you have to you have to you have to regain strength before your host gets too strong where you're gonna be really weak. And that's when uh Hannah's doppelganger is like, Okay, well what can I use against this guy? Like, you know, and Claudia's like, his mom. Or no no. Hannah, no, Claudia asks Hannah, and they're both doppelgangers, but I'm still using their names. Yep. Claudia asks Hannah, has that guy ever told you anything personal? And then the, the, the doppelganger is like, his mom, his mom, his mom. Claudia's like, okay, use that. Use your, you know, hypnosis powers. Yep. Talk about his mom, hypnotize him, and then you can feed on him. And, uh, yeah, that's when, you know, Hannah goes in there and she, like, knocks the guy out with, like, a bottle of wine or something. <laughs> like hits him in the face with a bottom of wine. And that's how they end up in like the whole feeding scenario. Okay. Now here's my dislike. Alright. When okay, so this guy is like, he's about to die. He's about to die. The monster is feeding on him. Hannah, the real Hannah, and Esther, they have to get into the apartment to save him. Okay? The door is locked. Uh they climb through like a vent or whatever. Okay? <laughs> Instead of both of them coming in, Hannah wants to go in alone, which doesn't make any sense to me. I did not like that because it's like, okay, really? I just, I just wanted Esther to come in with her. Yes. Okay. More, 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 more numbers. <laughs> right. So she goes in alone, and of course, there's a fight that ensues between her and Claudia. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're fighting, they're fighting. Uh, Esther finally gets in. Okay, basically what I'm trying to say is they almost let this guy die. (laughs) (laughs) He almost died. And I just, I don't know. I guess I'm being overcritical, but I just didn't like it. I I, I don't say, okay, because they pulled it off still. So I'm not going to say I didn't like that. Pulled it off being what? Uh, They made it work. They made what work? Uh, they made the whole the whole scenario. It still worked. Uh, I feel like uh, they didn't have to let Kaylin be on the verge of death so long. Okay. But it still worked. It still worked. I actually felt like he he probably should have died. Yes, he, I agree. You know what I mean? He should have died. Seeing as we didn't, like you said, no backstory for him. Right. He wasn't really that important. And then for him to be, like, getting fed on for so long, I feel like he should have died. Yes. <laughs> he should have died. Even after the and, tongue was severed, I thought... Uh-huh. Like he was dead. He was dead. Right. Yes. It, it very, very much so looked like 
he was dead. So they made it work, but I just feel like it took a little bit too long to get to that point. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I. That's okay. You know what I mean? I, I really don't know how to feel about that scene. Because like I said, it wasn't terrible. But I, I just feel like they could have cleaned it up a bit. They could have cleaned it up a bit. Well, if that scene mm-hmm. made, didn't make sense to you, mm-hmm. the ending of this movie mm-hmm. was something that uh, needs to be discussed. I, there's yes. so much that happens in this movie. Right. The last literal, like, 30 seconds of this movie is tremendous. Right. It's very shocking. Hannah and Esther have, I think it's six months or a year later, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They are at a house, um, and they're running their own design business. They're, they're living the dream. And um, somehow, Hannah has to go upstairs. I don't know if, if we hear a baby crying or, or uh, something. I think, well, what happened? It did, there was like some some crying stuff, yeah. but I think like she started to have that tick thing. Oh, on, that's right. Remember? Yeah, her yeah. Tick kind of. So she needed to she needed to suppress right. her self doubt and her anxiety. Mm-hmm. And goes upstairs, and what do we see, Jeremiah? <laughs> well, what we see is, and this was just shocking, man. <laughs> This was so shocking. What we see is Hannah has now uh, developed like a sincere relationship with the appendage. Uh, it's it's she's got it like wrapped up, like swaddled, I guess you would say, like a baby in a little crib, all nice and cute and cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, she's taking care of it. She's rocking it back and forth. She's soothing it. Now, the strangest part of the entire movie, (laughs) and this was, man, this was highly strange, okay? After going through all of this with the appendage, all this mayhem, all this drama, she bends down and she kisses. (laughs) 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 She bends down. And she gives it a little peck, man. Oh. oh, I was shocked beyond belief, <laughs> man. I couldn't believe that. You know what I mean? And 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 to be all honest, once again, they made it work. Yeah, it it still worked. It still flowed, but it just left you like, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. I'm not trying to say. That was that 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 part was terrible, but it was like weird. Man. Yeah, like high on the strange meter. Yeah, uh, it 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 didn't fit the the, the rest of the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if if the scene ended with them doing dresses or whatever, and she had the tick, and then you know end credits. Right, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of like, oh, maybe there's a cliffhanger. Maybe right. there's a maybe there's a second movie coming. Right, or where? Because at that point, we didn't know where the appendage was. Right, so it couldn't like, uh oh, yeah. Where's the appendage? Where's the appendage? And you know, then they gave us the crib scene, and it, um, yeah, it was the, it was in a, in a in a movie of mm. a lot of 
disturbing stuff. That mm. was probably the most disturbing. It was, wasn't it, man? <laughs> like it was just like it was just creepy. Like yes. like like you know, the, the the creature was was weird and it was mm-hmm. it was creepy and it was kinda horrific and she and, gave it a pacifier. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> it's just, I just like like I don't you know, I don't yeah. know if somebody's gonna find this movie scary uh-huh. but like it's disturbing. It was. Because like that's the last image of this. Like, oh, that was very. That reminded me of like, because that was that was a that was a. It was disturbing. That reminds me of like, um, oh man, have you ever seen? It kind of reminded me, and I hope I'm thinking of the right movie here. Uh, have you ever seen uh, Willard? Yes. With the rats. Uh-huh. You remember how his mom like weirdly like coddled him? Oh god, yeah. And it was like that was more disturbing than the rats. Right. Yeah. Like okay, that's weird. That was that type of vibe. Like okay, this is like very weird. <laughs> <laughs> very weird, very strange. Like she's she's coddling, you know, soothing this monster. Mm-hmm. Tried to kill your boyfriend, tried to take over your life. Uh, you know, tried to kill you. Man, that that was strange. I wasn't expecting that, and I I don't uh, I don't know if they like when they wrote that in if they you know said to themselves okay this is going to be the moment where everybody is like okay that was like really really strange. <laughs> I don't know if they had that intended, but it definitely pulled that off. I, okay, put it like this: in a way, it was the perfect way to end the movie. Yes, because it was almost the strangest part of the entire movie. So in a way, it, it was almost the perfect ending because nobody would have saw that coming. No. I, I I definitely did. Absolutely not. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, as we wrap up mm-hmm. uh, and we we look at this movie, uh, Jeremiah, what would you rate Appendage? Okay. What would I rate? Because we got some good things in there. Yep. We got the good plot. We got uh, some nice practical effects. Yep. The creature looked nice. Uh, the creature also moved, and um, like you know, his body movement. Yeah. Uh, was really well. Yeah. Like some of the, like uh, when it was like saying these things to her, you know, it kind of moved in a way. Like, yeah, I know you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know your game. It kind of gave you that. You know what I mean? That kind of like okay, this thing really knows her. In and out, through and through, you know what I mean? So, some really good stuff in there. Uh, and it really reminded me uh, of House of Horrors. It really did. With the talking plant and, you know, uh, just, you know, completely, you know, uh, uh, upending this this person's life. Um, not that many dislikes. You know, I, I'm going to give it a solid... I say solid eight eight point five. It's a solid movie, very solid. Uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, you got some 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 scary stuff in there, some funny stuff. It's a good movie, man. I give it a solid eight eight point five. There are a lot of things I liked about this movie as well. Again, same thing with you know the creature effects, um, the practical effects was really cool. Uh, really, really disturbing, like like uncomfortable to watch, like the the appendage when it's small and and tied up, and it's just all the 
the teeth gangly and it's the little <laughs> little hairs on the top of its head like oh, it's very like, ugly <laughs> like it's 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 ugly man like like nope. it is you know this is exactly what i would get if i was you know renting a movie on a friday night at a sleepover mm-hmm. like some just weird horror movie and and it came through mm-hmm. uh I liked, um, I mean, all the plot turns with with Claudia's reveal and the support group reveal. For me, um, the the way that Esther's character went up and down for me, uh, even, I know we didn't talk about it a lot, but even like her relationship with her mother, uh, there was a lot uh, going on there. Yeah, we didn't hit on that a lot, know. but that was a really good one too. Um, you, you really liked, mm-hmm. I think, you know, that... You really liked their relationship, I thought. Yeah, the mom and daughter thing was really interesting to me. It really was. There was a her mom was really tough on her. Her mom, man, I feel like her mom really, um, she uh, really put the emphasis on how, uh, how she had. Okay, how did Hannah get to this point? Why is she so messed up psychologically? And then when you look at the interaction between her and her mom, you're like, okay. Yeah. That's how it happened. You can you can you can see it very clearly. Uh, not many, not much dislikes. You know, I I, we t- I talked about we talked about the Kalen character not really getting utilized, uh, but not like it was really detrimental to the film. Uh, one thing that I I guess I'm getting a little tired of. Every everyone making such a big deal out of like mental health, oh. and like this movie to me was an overarching symbolism of like mental stress and mental health and self doubt and anxiety and and how it you know can manifest and it manifested in this movie into the appendage. Okay. But like you know, are we supposed to watch this movie and be like, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody's going through something, <laughs> be, be kind. Right. You know, and I'm not like a terrible person and, right. and I'm not going to tell you to F off, but like, I don't need to be hit over the head with, um, these messages right. wrapped up in a horror movie, <laughs> right. you know, like, like, like get out is a great film, uh-huh. but if you step back and realize it's just a picture about racism, that's all it is, that's all it is. You know, and then the second time you watch it, you're like, oh, this movie sucks. Right. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 okay, finish. I'll let you finish. So mm-hmm. um, I'm watching this movie, enjoying the horror aspect of it and enjoying the kind of ride we, we, we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also sitting back in the back of my head going, gosh, if I really, if, you know, if I need to, I don't need to hear this mental health stuff right. in, in, my, in my entertainment. Right. And I tell you, I tell, just to interrupt you for a second. Go ahead. I'll tell you this. If they were trying to, you know, convey that whole, you know, we should, you know, have patience with people who have mental health issues, which we should. But they could have gave her a much, much more significant problem than you got a mom who's hard on you. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, everybody's mom is hard on them. You know, I just if if if. You know, following along what you you were saying, if they wanted to push that point, they should have gave her something much, 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 much more difficult to deal with than just a nagging mother. You know? 
Okay. Mm. So, based, I, I, based okay. off of mm. what we talked about in the last episode with No One Will Save You, mm. and that character was dealing with the uh, murder of her best friend, mm-hmm. and that's what the aliens like let her live, or like they like they like saved her or whatever because mm-hmm. of the trauma. Mm-hmm. If if Hannah had a trauma like that in this film, right. I would be more. I wouldn't be so like strung out about this. Okay. Um, like you said, there's really no like, you know, she almost seems like an entitled person uh-huh. that. I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she needs 100%. to ex- experience some real trauma. 100%. Uh, for me to even care about if mm-hmm. this is what the message is preaching. So, mm-hmm. that being said, I also will give it a solid 8. All right. Um, you know, uh, I, I would probably watch this again because mm-hmm. it, it is some cool stuff in here. It is. Um, but and maybe when I watch it again, I won't. I already know what maybe the message is trying to tell me, okay. but I'll, I'll compartmentalize that. But that was just the only thing in the back of my head watching this. Mm. Like, dude, I don't need to. <laughs> right. you know, I don't need to freaking <laughs> see this. So, right. But man, no solid film. Right. Hulu comes through again with another great film. Yes. Um, you know, it's 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 a movie that. Like I just talked about, not only would be a horror film, but, you know, maybe if somebody's going through some trauma or some mm-hmm. crap, maybe they'll watch this and be like, I shouldn't let myself doubt and anxiety manifest. So, I mean, I, I know there's a message, mm-hmm. but I felt it was just, like, really heavy-handed. Right. If you uh, if you ask me, like, if you're going to pull off a heavy-handed, like, um, any message like that, especially the mental health thing. Okay, the way they did the Joker that just came out, like, recently... That's how you do that, okay? That's how you pull off a, uh, you know, mental health type message without knocking, beating people over the head with it. Um, because when I watched The Joker, I felt like, oh, man, you got to watch what you say to people, yada, yada, yada. Yep. But, uh, yeah. Well, that's about it for me, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you send us out? Alrighty. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been Jeremiah and Jason. We are Destruction Reviews Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, remember, if you, if you like what you hear, hit mm-hmm. us up on our socials. We're on X or Twitter at Destruction Pod, our Facebook fan group. And please subscribe, rate, and like us on Google, uh, Spotify, and Apple. All right. And as always, ask your parents before subscribing.